Hi everyone, and welcome back to Bitter Breakups. My name is Elizabeth. Here is where I tell you about some of the craziest, funniest, and maybe even scariest breakup stories I've ever heard. This episode is sponsored by Joe King. Check out Love Loss on Spotify and Apple Music. Listener discretion is advised. In this episode, we are going to be talking about some very serious topics. Domestic violence is a very serious issue, and sometimes not everyone makes it out alive. In the story I'm about to share with you, she is a survivor. The names are being changed to protect her identity and respect her privacy. This story starts in 2014. A young 17-year-old girl named Allison was just about to graduate and go off to college when she met a guy named Chris on a dating site. They talked for a while online, and she started to really like him. But then he came clean and told her he was really 28 and worked as a landscaper. She was hesitant to meet him in person because he was so much older than she thought and she knew her parents would never approve. But she really liked him, so she decided to see him and keep it a secret from her parents. Allison quickly fell in what she thought was true love, but her friends didn't approve. They felt something was off about him and they all told her that she should break up with him, but of course she didn't listen. A few months later, Allison was getting ready for her senior prom, and to keep her relationship with Chris a secret from her parents, she agreed to go to prom with a guy from her school named Adam. On a Friday after school, Allison and a few of her friends went to the mall to look for dresses for prom. It was only two weeks away, so they really needed to find something. While they were looking at some dresses at a small clothing store, one of Allison's friends had a feeling that they were being watched but she just brushed it off because they were in a big mall and there was a lot of people there. They went on with the hunt for the perfect dress for another hour or so before going to the food court for some dinner. It was there that Allison's friend got that weird feeling again. She started to look around and she noticed a guy in the distance that looked a lot like Chris. So she told Allison, but by the time Allison turned around, he was gone. Her friend said maybe she was just wrong and she was being paranoid. So they all moved on, finished their food, and then headed home. They decided that tomorrow they would go to the bigger mall. And luckily, Allison had a car, because the big mall was two hours away. That night, when Allison got home, she went in her room and started texting Chris. She asked about his day, and everything seemed normal, until he asked why she didn't buy a dress for prom. She was confused. How would he have known that? She didn't tell him. She asked him how he knew that, and he said he t- that she told him, but she knew she didn't. Then Chris told her that it's good she didn't waste money since she wasn't even going to prom. She was shocked and very confused. She asked him what he meant, because of course she was going to the prom. Why wouldn't she? And why did he think she wasn't going? He got mad and told her that If he can't go to the prom with her, then she's not going, because if she goes with anyone else, it's cheating and that would make her a whore. That really upset Allison, but she didn't want to make him mad, so she just told him she was going to bed. She has to get up early to go to the mall with her friends. But then Chris never responded. The next morning came and Allison got ready, ate breakfast, and told her mom she would be back in time for dinner. She headed out to her car, got in, and started the engine but then noticed that her low tire pressure light was on. So she got out to check out her tires and noticed that her back tires had been slashed. She yelled for her mom and called her friend to let her know that she was going to be late 
or maybe not come at all because of what happened. Allison's mom came out asking what's wrong, but then she noticed the tires. She asked who would do this and Allison said she didn't know, but she had a feeling it was Chris because of the way he was acting last night. Allison's mom told her to calm down and she'll take care of it. Allison wanted to cry because she needed a dress for prom before all the good ones were gone. So her mom let her take her car while she got her tires replaced and talked to the police. Allison grabbed the keys and made her way to her friend's house, picked her up, and they headed to the mall. About 10 minutes after getting there, she gets a text from Chris saying he's so sorry that her plans got canceled and asked if she wants to hang out. In that moment, she knew that he was the one who slashed her tires. Allison didn't mention anything about the car to him or where she was. She just replied saying she doesn't think they should be together anymore. She wants to focus on graduating and going to college. Chris never replied to her text. Allison and her friend continued their shopping. They both found great dresses and then they headed home. After dropping her friend off, Allison went home to have dinner with her family. She still hadn't gotten any texts from Chris and he blocked her on all social media. So Allison assumed this meant he was okay with breaking up. So she went to bed after dinner. Two weeks later, it's prom night. Allison and her two best friends are all getting ready at Allison's house. They are so excited and almost ready to leave when Allison gets a text from Chris. All it said was, see you soon. She felt really sketched out, but ignored it because there was no way he was going to the prom. They would never let him in anyways. They made their way downstairs and let Allison's mom take a bunch of pictures before they all piled into the limo and headed to prom. The night was going great. Allison was enjoying prom despite the text she had gotten earlier. But soon, the night would take a turn for the worse. Allison got another text from Chris telling her to meet him out in the parking lot. Once again, she ignored it, but he kept texting her until one really got her attention. He said if she didn't meet him out there, he was going to commit suicide. After seeing that, Allison felt she had to go out there and see him. Even if he was lying to just get her attention, she didn't want to risk it. She told her friends and her date that she was going outside to get some air. When she got outside, Chris told her to get in his car. He was so sorry for the way he acted, and he just wanted to spend some time with her and make things right. Allison refused and told him he needed to go home. That just made him more angry, so he grabbed Allison by the arm and tried to drag her to his car. But then her friends and her prom date Adam came outside. Adam got angry and pushed Chris off Allison. Adam told him that he needed to get the fuck out of there and stay away from Allison. But that pissed Chris off even more, so he punched Adam and broke his nose. Allison then screamed at Chris to leave, and Allison's friends called the police. Before the police could arrive, Chris had taken off. They got statements from everyone, and then Adam went to the emergency room. After that, Allison called her mom to pick her up. She didn't want to be there anymore. The next day, Allison got a text from Chris apologizing for what happened. He told her he loved her, and his anger just got the best of him. He promised that nothing like that would ever happen again, and he begged her to see him. She wanted to believe him, so she went. For the next few months, Allison had been sneaking out and seeing Chris again. She had become distant from her friends and stopped using her social medias and stopped being her joyful self. On the day of her 18th birthday, only two days away from graduation, Allison's mom noticed she had bruises on her arm, which looked like someone had grabbed her really hard. 
She asked Allison if she was okay and what happened. But Allison said she was fine. She just ran into a pole while texting. She wasn't paying attention. Her mom wasn't buying it, but she didn't question it anymore because she didn't want to upset Allison. That night, Allison was supposed to go to dinner with her parents for her birthday, but she never came home. The next morning, when she still wasn't home and her parents hadn't heard from her at all, they filed a missing persons report. Allison's friends knew she was probably with Chris, but they didn't know much about him. Police were looking everywhere, but eventually they finally got a lead because Allison's friends remembered they knew what Chris's car looked like. So they gave a perfect description of what they saw and the police were able to track it down. They arrived at Chris's house and what they found was something no one should ever have to go through. They found Allison tied up on the couch in only her underwear with burn marks from cigarettes, cuts on her arms and legs, and her face was covered in blood so you could tell that she had been badly beaten. Covered in bruises, you can tell that this had been going on for a while. That day, Chris was arrested and put in jail. Allison was taken to the hospital, cleaned up, and had to give a statement to the police. She told them that she wanted to get away, but she was scared. On her birthday, she went to go see him to tell him that she was leaving for college and they would not be able to be together anymore. He didn't like that and he got very angry. He refused to let her leave. For the past couple months, he had been abusing her, but he would only hit her where the bruises were easily covered so no one would know. And he told her that if she ever told anybody, he would kill her. Allison felt so guilty, she felt like it was her fault because she let it go on and she never told anybody, but she was terrified. She pushed her friends away because she didn't want to risk them getting hurt. Chris was sentenced to six years in prison and Allison went to college despite everything. Chris got out of prison in May 2020. Allison has a restraining order against him and she has since moved out of state. To this day, Allison is still hurt and scared of what happened to her, but she's a survivor and she's able to talk about it. She wants to spread awareness so no one else has to go through this. She has accomplished so much. She has a family of her own and she has finally found true love. Unfortunately, not everyone's stories involving domestic violence end the way Allison's did. Some people don't make it out alive. If you or someone you love is going through any type of domestic violence, or abuse of any kind, please don't be afraid to ask for help. Or if you see someone being hurt, do not hesitate to call 911. Your safety is all that matters. What's up y'all? This is King's Corner Entertainment's recording artist, Joe King. Check out my new single, Love Loss, on Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in to Bitter Breakups, one of my favorite podcasts. If you would like your story told, please email me at realbitterbreakups at gmail.com or on Instagram at realbitterbreakups. Thanks for listening.